And ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of Before the Three Count. It is yours truly, the one, the only, Osiris, along with the host with the most. Unnamed host, a.k.a. Ken Koopa. <laughs> That's right, kicking it old school today. And we are coming off a... Uh, Amazing episode uh, of Before the Three Count last week with uh, the one and only Zach the Ref. ZTR. Yes, sir. Uh, very cool interviewing him. Uh, Taking a trip down memory lane and uh, some old fun times for sure. Yep. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to um, the upcoming interviews that's uh, in the pipeline. Yeah, definitely, man. I think you're saying we had some great metrics for the uh, Zach interview. Um, he so did. hopefully, nice. Um, so hopefully, yeah, that means we'll uh, we'll have some more interviews and more great metrics coming up. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. But with that being said, um, you know, a little bit of inside knowledge for the people out there listening. This is our second time. Well, actually, really, this is our fourth time trying to record <laughs> this episode today. It happens. Um, it happens. Yeah, it happens. We've had some technical difficulties, but I think uh, hopefully this time we will get through smooth uh, as a groove. Uh, but yeah, with that being said, we've watched uh, a bunch of wrestling between the two of us last week. And uh, I think the first thing we should cover is uh, NCW. We both watched uh, episode 21 of their yep. uh, be- Behind Closed Doors. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, and uh, what was your uh, favorite match on that show? Uh, probably the end match uh, with uh, Modest uh, Mike. Uh, I'm sorry, I just probably killed his uh, nickname, Mike Mardot. <laughs> definitely did. Yeah, because I added a Modest, and that's uh, not true. But uh, against <laughs> <laughs> against uh, Joe Bullet Joe Bullet Joe, yes. Uh, for the uh, New England uh, title, I believe. Yes. And it was a great match. Um, it wasn't long, but it had enough action to keep me, you know, entertained and, you know, uh, had my attention. No, definitely. Uh, great back and forth. Um, two great competitors. Um, I've had many classic matches with uh, the ace, Mike Montero. Uh, Any matches with uh, Bullet Joe? I think, and this is going to be horrible. He's going to be mad at me because uh, I, I think we have had a match, okay. um, but I, I honestly don't remember it. Um, oh, okay. okay. It might have been like a tag match or like a something or another, but I'm like, yeah, I know I've been in the ring with him, but uh, okay. it's not memorable for for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think he would have been fine with that, you know, with the first part, uh, but that last <laughs> that might have, uh, you know, might have caused some heat for that one. But hopefully, he'd be a, you know, what I'm saying a good sport and took it all in stride. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, you guys do get in the ring, uh, you know, down the road because I think it'd be a great match. He's a great performer as well as uh, like, uh, so uh, yeah. But the match itself, like I said, it was it was a great match, um, and, and I definitely uh, gives it give it a thumbs up. Uh, yeah, another. No, Another match that was cool uh, on the show had a uh, uh, Channing, um, Channing uh, Thomas. Thomas. Yep, the natural Channing Thomas exactly against. Excuse me. Uh, he was uh, against Smokey. 
Um, all your the names are like show. Rick Smokes, Ricky, Ricky yes. Smokes, Ricky Smokes, one half of the tag champs. Yes. <clears throat> yep. And uh, if I could just great match. Some cons- yes, great match. Great match. Um, great Cannon match. Thomas with an awesome win with the pile driver. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to throw some constructive criticism out there to Ricky Smokes. Uh, drop the smoke shell moniker. Um, that's Scarlet Bo- Bar- Bo- Scarlet Bordeaux. Wait, inform me. I'm, I'm confused. Uh, do you know Scarlet Bordeaux? Uh, the would you call her a valet? I guess of Carrion K- Cross. Oh, here you go. Here you go. We are carrying cross uh, groupieism. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's my dude. That's my dude. I, I don't care. I, I am a mark for carrying cross. Although I, I hate what they're doing with him on Raw. Not to segue, uh, but just to segue for a moment. They, yep. they they have completely killed him on, on the main roster. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's sad. Um, he was an. I mean, that's all about like the. the that's sort of like a telltale, telltale sign, though, of uh, any guys that from NXT. It's pretty much a wrap once you get brought up. It really is. It really is. Um, I mean, you look at him. You look at Keith Lee. Uh, look at Ricochet, who, who's just Alistair Black. And, yeah, Alistair Black, who, I mean, wow, look at what he's doing over in AEW now. I mean, he's you can tell he's a very creative guy. Yep. Right in the ring. And, uh, yeah, the main roster just doesn't know what to do with these sort of talents, which is such a shame. So, bringing it back to um, uh, his his valet, what's with the smoke? Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. So Scarlett Bordeaux, that's her whole deal. She's the smoke show, and I mean, look uh, at her. She's the smoke show. Nah, I think she, I think the original, <laughs> the original smoke, got to go to Julius. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wherever wherever he is, shout out to to Julius Smokes. Right, right. Um, I was actually supposed to work with him uh, at one point uh, in well, the Omega Black days. Oh, okay. And uh, unfortunately, because um, I, I do believe Omega Black did end up working with him. Um, however, I was out of the group at that point. Who was uh, who's the group? Who's in Omega Black? Omega Black, uh, the original Omega Black was uh, myself, Brother Greatness, Malice Oceans and Greg Jones. Okay. That was the uh, original Omega Black. Uh, there have been many incarnations uh, since. Uh, how, was the, how was the group? How, how was it? How did you guys form, originate? Uh, we originated actually um, at a show in Atlantic City. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was actually after the show, we were. Uh, all the wrestlers were staying at the uh, casino hotel. And uh, myself and Malice and Greg Jones. And uh, actually, I believe it was Kenny Roberts was the fourth wrestler at the time. Um, we uh, we all went and got some fried chicken. Because, um, of course, the black guys went and got some fried chicken. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we, we weren't really interested in gambling. We were like, oh, like, we just wrestled. We're hungry. Like, there's this KFC over here. So we grabbed, like, a big bucket of chicken. You know, it's not like we made a ton of money. Um, yep. So, hey, like, you know, let's save where we can instead of just going out and blowing it in the casino. Yep. Um, and uh, I've... I want to say it was uh, this Puerto Rican dude, Peter. When I say Puerto Rican, I mean like from Puerto Rico, like a wrestler yeah. that came over from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, 
Peter, uh, he, he came over and he was like, oh, look at all the blacks eating the chicken, like, you know? And, <laughs> like, from there, someone was like, oh, man, I, I think it was uh, Joel Maximo uh, from the SATs. Uh, I think it was him that was like, oh, like, you guys should be a group. And uh, I don't remember where the Omega part came from, but somehow it became Omega Black. And uh, Kenny Roberts was out and uh, (laughs) Brother Greatness was in. Um, And the original group, we were uh, basically the idea was we were like uh, a college fraternity of um, black guys. And uh, we came and we were like, you know, high class. So our gimmick was, uh, we would say pinkies up and everything was, you know, high class. And we came out to violin slash rap. Like it was like a violin rap. (laughs) Way way before Shinsuke was doing that sort of thing, you know. Uh, (laughs) But but yeah, so uh, that was the original Omega Black. um, And we we had some amazing times. Oh, uh, wrestled MJF uh, back in the day. Oh wow! Promotion. Uh, this was with uh, the um, what was Fighting Spirit Wrestling, uh, which was run by the uh, SATs, the Maximo Brothers. Are they still wrestling? I don't know if they still are or not. I had heard rumor a couple of years ago um, that they were starting up another school. But, okay. Uh, I I honestly don't know too much uh, about it. I'm, I'm not as connected in the loop as I used to be. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, nice. Uh, so, how was it wrestling uh, MJF? So he's, he's gonna be mad. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> kind of like Bullet Joe. It's like, oh, like I know I was in the ring with him, but I don't really. It wasn't really memorable. I don't remember it. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, trying to remember who were some of the other notable uh, people that we worked. Uh, Matt Stryker. Uh, Which one? Uh, the one that did commentary for WWE and Lucha Underground, and I think is now doing commentary for Impact. Maybe. Okay. All WWE. right. WWE. Uh, was this one memorable? Uh, no. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> but that's, you know, and with both of these, let me let me also explain. They, they were part of like you know eight man tags. Oh okay, they went one on one matches. Right. So, so even tag know, matches. Well as, right. So as well as things, it's like yeah, like I think we like brush butts at some point, you know. <laughs> uh, but like, it's nothing memorable. I got you. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> but uh, you still keep in contact with any of the guys from Omega Black? Uh, yeah, um, we were actually, we, uh, we reformed, um, in 2017, I want to say, okay. uh, something like that. And, uh, we rolled, rolled for about a year or so. Um, this version was, uh, myself, brother greatness, Greg Jones and dashing D thousand. Um, and uh, we had rolled strong for about a year before breaking up again. Um, probably for the last time. I think that will be the last incarnation of Omega Black. But you never know. Um, okay. Greg Jones has all the rights. Uh, he owns all the rights to Omega Black. He may decide to start it up again under some new, with a new group. Who knows? Monica. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, 
uh, best luck to him. Uh, so, you know, hopefully uh, one day we can get him on the show. You know what I'm saying? To uh, you know, see uh, you know what what he's doing. <clears throat> yeah, definitely, definitely. But all right, so uh, with that whole uh, <laughs> that whole uh, discussion, side discussion on uh, the Monica <laughs> smokes. Um, yeah, so I know you said uh, you know. Uh, Ricky Smokes, you would uh, give him advice as far as with that name, but would you? Else, what did you think uh, uh, else about the show? Um, I mean, other than the name, Ricky Smokes is very impressive. Uh, young, young guy. Uh, I've never met him in person, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, looking forward to it. Uh, he's got a great body on him. Um, very talented in the ring. Um, so I'm sure he and I will will cross paths at, at some point. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, those are the only two matches that <clears throat> stuck out to me. I think me. there was only one other match on the show. I think it was uh, Tim Lennox. Actually, there were two other matches on the show. Tim Lennox against Blade Bandit um, was one of the matches. Uh, Tim Lennox won that. Actually, very creative finish. Uh, he took Blade Bandit's manager, female, threw her into the post. Which uh, caused a distraction, to say the least, for Blade Bandit. And he got finished <laughs> by the deadliest move in all of professional wrestling. The surprise roll-up. <laughs> right? I, I like the old school moves. Sometimes you, you know, old school uh, will win out sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, uh, that was pretty good. And then there was a ladies match. I want to say Little Me and Kathleen against Roxy. <laughs> See something, Roxy Bell. I think so. Something like that. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, we'll we'll roll with it. If I'm wrong, <laughs> you know, people will tell me. Yeah, <laughs> that they will. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, good stuff uh, from from the young ladies for sure. Um, and actually, my favorite part of this show were the uh, promos uh, for the Big City Rumble. Yes, to set the stage. Yes, you know, let you you know how intense it is uh, because the winner of the Big City Rumble, they weren't uh, usually the winner of the Big City Rumble, much like WWE's Royal Rumble. The the winner gets a a heavyweight title shot. However, this year, the NCW heavyweight title is actually on the line. Really? Yes. Okay. All right, all right. Whew. Well, that's a good incentive. Right? Um, so, yeah, so guys were, I mean, had, like you said, good incentive to go out there, put it all on the line. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, all right, so um, what else did you see aside from uh, NC- NCW? Uh, well, I mean, huge weekend last weekend in wrestling. Um, SummerSlam was last weekend. Yes, it was. Uh, it was on a Saturday for some strange reason. Yes, uh, <laughs> like usually, you know, the pay per views, the big ones, uh, on Sunday. Right, and that's what you would expect. But uh, right. yeah, that was weird. This was on a Saturday. Um, I don't know if they were trying something new. If that's the only time they could get the stadium, or or what the deal was. Possibly. But uh, but yeah, SummerSlam was a huge show. Um, I don't, I don't think there's any point in covering it match by match, but let's talk about, I mean, the, the biggest things to come out of it. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll start with Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Uh, rocking the, a ponytail. Yes. <laughs> rocking a ponytail and a beard. 
Right. Um, <laughs> Looking like a onion. Right, right. And uh, I think he's been watching some UFC, uh, watching Jiri Projika, um, the samurai assassin. And uh, <laughs> I think he's been trying to copy his look. But uh, but yeah, Brock Lesnar returning, uh, stare down with Reigns. Um, and I mean, obviously, a lot of questions going to come out of this. Like, wh- where does Heyman stand? Exactly, because that's, that's both of his guys. Yeah, yep. So that's going to be very interesting. As and, well as, uh, I was going to say real quick, he, uh, yeah. Lesnar decimated Cena uh, oh, after the, after the show, right. which was, you know, the show that he was saying, oh, I'm back and better than ever. <laughs> I'm back <laughs> and better than ever. For a minute, you sound like Cameron Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's my dude. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that next. Um, yep. Before we get to that, uh, let's get to the other huge uh, surprise at SummerSlam: the return of the man, Becky Lynch. Yes, uh, in the man type fashion, pretty much squashing uh, uh, Bianca Belair. The ES Belair, exactly. Which was sort of crazy, but then again, it's sort of been in the the they've done that in the past where champions get taken out within you know less than ten seconds. You know, Bob Backlund, uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, Talk Man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess that's just par for the course. <laughs> yeah, but it's a shame that they did it to Bianca Belair. Um, yeah, especially at SummerSlam, and yeah. sort of uh, at like a you know. Furious uh, pace as far as like just everybody's behind them, but sometimes they, you know, the federation knows sometimes what we don't know might be for the best. Or the they just make bad moves. I don't know. Um, yeah, exactly. We'll yeah, exactly. We'll see how this plays out. Uh, hopefully, they'll use it to, you know, make us stronger. I don't hopefully. know how it's possible after <laughs> you know getting that type of squash. Right, like, you know, like a move-in, but you know, hey, sirrah, sirrah. Oh, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that storyline goes and to see what they do, but uh, hopefully she doesn't become another Kofi Kingston and just relegate it. Alright, now you're back in the mid-card. Yeah, and hopefully Becky doesn't become another Charlotte, which is non-stop titles after title after title where it loses luster. Yeah, right? Seriously. Yeah. Charlotte Flair is already a 12-time WWE Women's Champion. Wow. And so her father was 17, 16? 17. 16. 16. 16. But she's uh, done it like in like half the <laughs> duration? Not even. I, I I don't even know if she's been there. She hasn't even been there 10 years. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Right? <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's wild. It really is. Really is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anything else in SummerSlam you want to touch on? Uh, other than those two notes, um, uh, Roman retained, so he went over. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, John Cena. Right. I guess Cena did not, uh, invoke his Hogan clause where, <laughs> I, uh, where it is, you know, that won't work for me, brother. So, but yeah. He's, he's busy making movies. That he is. That he is. I think he, I just recently saw him in the that Suicide Squad movie. Uh, oh, how was that? Bad. It okay. wasn't bad. I saw the first one, so it's 
you know, obviously sequels uh, with different cast are always, you know, are always good as the first, but it wasn't too bad. You know, okay, and then, you know, Cena did his thing. He was, he didn't really, you know, stretch as far as, his, you know, acting chops. It was just a comedic, you know, muscle head role, but, you know, he did his day. Cool, cool. I would love to see, so, uh, little uh what do you what do you call it like one of those dirty secret pleasures or whatever yep um for for me is the harley quinn cartoon on uh hbo okay and uh it's a it's just hilarious uh it's a very funny take on the whole dc superhero world um and i would love to see john cena play uh bane um, from for, specifically from that cartoon, but make it a real life uh, live action or, or whatever you call it there, um, because Bane is just this lovable, like he, he just wants to blow things up because, like you know, everything like goes like it, it is silly things that go bad, but uh, you know, because he's this big giant dude, and like yep. he goes to Seven Eleven and uh, you know he orders, <laughs> he, he orders a Slurpee, and he's, the kid's like you know, and some pimple faced kid who's like you know what's the name, and he's like Bane, and the kid's like okay, bang, you know, he's like no, it's Bane, and you know the kid writes bang on the the cup and. Bane is all mad about it and everything. And he's like, oh, blow the 7-Eleven up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a lot of lot of funny stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I think Cena could play that role pretty well, probably. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. I can see that. You know, like I said, it's not, it's not far stretched. But speaking of acting, though, real quick, as far as, like, roles, I can see he's being stretched. Yeah, man. I was like, you know, something different. Batista slowly, you know, creeping up to his repertoire of movies is slowly different, you know, separating himself from, you know, Rock and Cena. Cena and Rock, you can technically, you know, what character they're going to be in these movies. It's not like a huge step out for them, but a couple of uh, Batista's movies just slowly, you know, show that. I know he's in his new Dune movie, which should be coming out relatively soon. And then he was also in uh, Blade Runner uh, 2049. Oh, I don't uh, think I knew that. Yeah, so like he slowly. I know, obviously, they were saying uh, in the news that he wants to do a buddy cop with him and the actor that played Aquaman. So I can see, obviously, you know, their little shtick. But like, you know, slowly, like I say, he's sort of like separating himself from like the pack as far as like wrestlers going to movies and like you know doing like more dramatic roles. So, which is cool to see. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah. <laughs> And uh, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I know a thing just came out recently about him saying he didn't want to uh, be compared to either The Rock or Cena because right. he, he wants to be so diverse and, you know, what he's trying to do. Yeah, and, I get, and not get typecast. Right. But uh, with that being said, though, Rock doesn't get enough credit. Um, the, anybody that's never seen Southland Tales, go check it out. It's a very different version of The Rock. Also, anybody that's never seen Be Cool, go check it out. Very different version of The Rock. Uh, I might have to agree to disagree. Um, especially on. with Be Cool because he was still like in a comedic fashion. And he even was able to add the people's eyebrow into the <laughs> vocal <laughs> stuff. That what really wasn't a whole stretch. Okay, um, Southland okay. Tales. Uh, okay, so the role that he plays, I guess he was so you know he was so like a mm, like like almost like Rain Man type of thing, but it wasn't like the acting didn't 
win me over as far as like, oh wow, I was like, this is a great acting, you know, you know, example of acting. Like it was just pretty okay. much the Rock playing, or the, you know, like a character. I don't know how it's, it's like. It was almost like if, if he was like in you know, like a sketch show. That's how he would play the character, like in Saturday Night Sketch or something like that. So it wasn't really like a huge test to me. So, but like I said, you know, I like to agree to disagree. But you know, it's all good. Uh, you know, but hopefully he, he can branch out uh, towards the you know after because you know, obviously he has the looks as far as like you know action shoot him up bang bang stunts. But like maybe as he gets older. When he starts to, you know, get a little out of shape, well, not out of shape, but you know, he can he can start doing more dramatic roles that won't require him to have a physical, you know, look to him. You know? Yeah, I mean, definitely something to be said for that. Um, yeah. Batista, he's recently said he doesn't want to play Drax uh, anymore because he doesn't exactly. have to get in that kind of shape. Exactly, because he's basically not wearing a shirt throughout the whole movie, so he just wants to let himself go at a certain point. So. No, Which I don't blame. I mean, he's like what in, in his mid fifties or early. 50s? So yeah, right. Early so like you can't be doing that to your body. You know, a from a physical health standpoint, I, I imagine these gentlemen are on probably the greatest, either you know HGH or TRT or PEDs. You know that you know money. You know physicians oh. could throw out to them, but there has to there comes a, a stopping point where your body's just like yeah we can't be you know especially your organs. They'd be like, there's got to be a time where we got to stop and detox. No, for sure, for sure. And especially, like, it, it's one thing to carry some size, but it's another, like, when you look at the kind of shape The Rock is in, like, right now for Black Adam, I mean, that's yes. a whole nother ball of wax. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, because, I mean, we see, you can just look at Arnold, you know, what he once used to look like, and then uh, now he looks now, it's, you know, night and day. So. Oh yeah, big time, big time. Arnold. Oh, speaking of Arnold, a um, lot of controversy with him recently. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh-uh. Uh, he uh, did an interview and uh, he was talking about you know wearing a mask, and uh, he said uh, you know all these people out here don't want to wear a mask, saying it's imposing on your freedom. He's like, screw your freedom, uh, wear a mask. Oh um, wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was considered very controversial um, in various uh, subgroups. Um, and, former uh, governor of California. Yeah, yeah. Former governor of California. Um, and he uh, actually lost a lot of sponsors for his Arnold Classic bodybuilding show that's coming up. Really? Uh, yes. Um, the main sponsor was this company, Redcon One. Um, and they were they dropped out immediately. Okay. Uh, they, they said they could not put their money to somebody uh, that would say "screw your freedom." Uh, okay. And then uh, another company that that actually dropped out is uh, Blackstone Labs. Um, oh wow! They dropped out of the uh, Arnold as well. Um, not as strongly as Redcon One was like, "Our athletes won't be there. We won't be doing anything like that." Um, oh wow! Blackstone Labs is just quietly like, yeah, we're not no longer sponsoring them. You know, our athletes can do what they want because yep. the company Blackstone Labs is. Like, yep. But but yeah. Um, and speaking of Blackstone Labs, everybody, uh, if you're looking to get a uh, discount on the best supplements in the world, go to blackstonelabs.com and use discount code Osiris underscore the champ for savings on your orders. Nice. Nice, nice. That's sort of crazy uh, since the Arnold Classic is like the Super Bowl of like bodybuilding slash fitness, you know, events. Yeah. So, 
It's like the second biggest show uh, in the world after the Olympia. Right, right. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was going to say, didn't Mark Henry break like records at the Arnold Classic for yeah. uh, Strongman? Strongman competition? Yeah, so yes. it definitely has a staple, you know what I'm saying, uh, in, in that world. Um, and actually, I should re- re- rephrase what I said because I said second biggest, but it's the second most prestigious. It's okay. the biggest. It is the biggest health and fitness expo in the world. So, so Olympia, you say, be the first most prestigious? Yeah, Olympia is the most prestigious. That's the okay. one that everybody, you know, it's been around forever. That's the one. Arnold won seven Olympia titles. Mm-hmm. Um, as but, well uh, as our Ronnie winning yes, 10? Eight, eight, eight. I'm sorry. Okay. No, all good. Yeah. Eight, eight Mr. Olympia titles for Mr. Ronnie Coleman uh, tied the record uh, with Lee Haney. Wow. That's crazy. Uh-uh. Right. It's also, too, in this, I want to say sad, but I had a chance to see the, the Ryan documentary, you know, uh, that came out. I think it was on Netflix not too long ago. Uh, and it showed how much of, like, uh, like we were saying before, like, the damage that he put towards his body, you know, just lifting so heavy and so hard. Yes. Now, you know, he's having, like, hip replacements and, like, back issues and all sorts of crazy stuff. Like, I think at one point, I don't know, hopefully not, but at one point, like, he was, like, using a walker to get around. He was, so, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like yeah. I said, hopefully, you know, Rock, Cena, Batista, they'll eventually, you know, wean off of whatever or, you know, ease back on whatever, you know, fitness regiments that they have and look towards the, you know, because they, they got kids, well, Rocking Batista's does, but you know, uh, look towards the future for that for them, you know. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's a it's a tough call. It's uh, obviously there's a lot of financial incentive, um, to, to look the way that they look, exactly. But it's funny how you mentioned uh, be cool because I think that was rock at his like slimmest, I want to say, during yes. the, uh, which is hilarious to see him so like tiny. Uh, right <laughs> back then, until you know, after I want to say like right during the Fast and Furious, where he like bulked back up again. But yeah, like don't like be cool. Um, rundown. Well, rundown he still got bigger, but yeah, he was yeah. a little bigger oh. rundown, but definitely be cool. He was, and uh, I think what was that other one? Tooth Fairy, I think. Yeah, uh, and maybe and I think Gridiron Gang, where he was a coach. Yes, yep. He was like super small. But yeah, then after that, it was a wrap. He's like, <laughs> once he started seven hard, saying prayers and taking vitamins. Yeah, once he stepped, started his, what was it, seven pound productions? Uh, seven, seven buck. Seven buck production? Yeah, it was a wrap after that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was so a lot after, of financial incentive. Yeah, you know, but he, he definitely, well, now it seems like he can, he can sit on pretty much a lot of that. Hopefully, he invested wisely with you know the money that he was uh able to rank in kind of irs is gonna take a good chunk of it <laughs> of course, right um Talking about making 75 million now uh, irs is taking at least 25 of that <laughs> right you gotta have to give whatever percentage to your uh, production managers and all that you know, oh agents. yeah like the i think he splits it with his wife or his, his ex-wife too his ex-wife yeah so you know uh, she's his manager which uh I mean, good for them for being able to have that kind of relationship. Right. Well, I mean, they have a kid together, so they have to be some sort of, you know... Uh... My, my mom and dad who are divorced, I mean, they have a kid together, me, um, and they, they could not uh, <laughs> be, be each other's manager or anything. Like that, so. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I got you. <laughs> but I don't know, you know, cheers, cheers, uh, cheers to them. Um, so, all right, so uh, that was SummerSlam. Uh, since we went on <laughs> the tangent, around the world back yeah, back. right. <laughs> but um, so uh, I know we both watched uh, NXT of this week. Yes, which is uh, coming off the heels of Takeover. Yep, with uh, uh, Samoa Joe going, going against your boy, uh, Cameron Cross. Yes, and Samoa Joe beating the formerly unstoppable monster. And um, his first return match since his uh, medical clearance, correct? Yes, that is correct. Of uh, It was the same situation that uh, Daniel had, right? Brian Daniel, right? I uh, think so. It was some concussion? Sort of concussion, yeah, some sort of concussion okay. thing. Okay. Uh, also, that same, uh, well, not on Takeover, but on the last this week's uh, NXT had your buddy uh, Carmelo Hayes going against yes. Odyssey Jones in the uh, NXT Breakout uh, tournament. Yes, and, and Carmelo match. Hayes won. Yep, great match, great match. Definitely. It was actually my first time. Well, second time I saw Odyssey Jones. In semifinals, but I never, I didn't get a chance to see Carmelo. So it was my first time watching him perform in the ring, and he got down. He got busy. I was, I was surprised. No, I was real proud of him. I, uh, you know, it's funny. I say this jokingly, uh, but but I would love to see him in person, kind of give him a noogie, and be like, "Wow, you've come such a long way from being the Michael Jackson kid." Where did um, where did you first see him? NCW. Wow. How many years ago was this? This would have been probably five years ago, somewhere in that ballpark. Okay. Okay. All right. 